1: And I believe that that's
0: really why you're here. Christ died for us. History Makers. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. Today we're speaking to Mark Lee from the best band in the world, Third Day. How you doing, brother?
1: Doing very good. Thank you so much for having me on your program.
0: Now, mate, uh, we've met a couple of times when you have toured down under and uh, you've been out into Australia a number of times. What, what do you love so much about Australia?
1: You know, the, uh, there's so many things uh, that we love about Australia. You know, the scenery is amazing. Uh, The weather is great But I think most of all We just love all the great people of Australia So hopefully we'll be able to get back down there really soon
0: Well mate, we'd love to have you guys down under any time And your music has uh, played such a big part In so many people's lives And you've written a number of the songs from Third Day Which we'll talk about uh, shortly But uh, for those who don't know the story About how the band got together Tell us a bit of the history
1: Yeah, so we started, uh, Mac, our singer, and myself. We actually met in high school, and uh, we played in several garage bands together. And uh, then we started uh, third day uh, very shortly after high school. And uh, we were both going through, Mac and I were both going through similar stories in our life where we had become Christians at a young age and had kind of fallen away a little bit. And um, we both felt God calling us back to him at about the same time. And so third day really sprang out of that, just our uh, both of us kind of giving our lives back to the Lord and wanting to use music as a way to uh, reach out to other people and hopefully to serve him with, with that. And uh, so we started third day, and uh, 25 years later, here we are.
0: Well, it's been an amazing career, and uh, there's been so many songs that have impacted so many people. Uh, let's talk about some of the songs that you have written in the band over the years. Uh, one of the uh, most well-known worship songs uh, I can think of would be Show Me Your Glory. Tell us a little about the songwriting process. How, how do the songs come to you?
1: Uh, you know, every song has a little bit uh, different story. Uh, sometimes, you know, it'll start with just a musical idea. Sometimes it'll start with a lyrical, lyrical idea. I feel like the best songs are the ones where the music and the lyrics sort of come together, and I at least have, you know, an idea of what the song is going to be about, or maybe a song title, and then the music come, you know, sort of together there. In the case of Show Me Your Glory, I had been wanting for a long time. I'd read the story in the gospel. It's about the transfiguration, you know, about Jesus and uh, some of the disciples were had this mountaintop kind of experience. And so I wa- wanted to write a story, or uh, sorry, write a song about that. And I just couldn't really figure out how to make that work until I read the story in the Old Testament about Moses being on the mountaintop. And I found in, uh, in Exodus there's that specific phrase where Moses says to God, show me your glory. And that just really stuck with me, just this idea of, you know, God had kind of given Moses the plan, and here's what we're going to do, and let's go forward. And Moses said, no, God, until you show me your glory, you know, I've, I've, I'm not going to do this. And I just love that bold prayer that Moses had. Uh, that And I think when you pray, when you say, God, show me your glory, you're asking God to show more of himself. And I think that's a prayer that, that still uh, means a lot to us today, you know, just to seek out God and to want more of him in our lives.
0: I just love that song, and uh, it's such an important thing for us to make sure that we uh, we seek God with all of our hearts. And I think that's one of those songs that reminds me to ask God, show me your glory. Such a, a great lyric. Uh, another great song you wrote, which was uh, uh, featured in the Left Behind movie series, uh, I remember, uh, Sky Falls Down. Tell us a bit about that song.
1: Uh, sure. Yeah, that was, um, you know, this was right, uh, this is like as, 1999 was about to roll over into 2000. And if you think back, you know, people were kind of getting a little bit freaked out, you know, that maybe this is like the end times. And for me, I was like, you know what, maybe it is the end times, but if it is, it it would be a cause for us to be celebrating, you know, that Jesus would be returning. And so I just kind of took that little idea of, you know, when Jesus does return, whether that's today or a long time in the future. It will be a happy time. So, you know, the song has this this happy, like almost party kind of atmosphere about it. And I, and I took uh, some scripture from the uh, Gospel of Luke where it talks about, you know, the, the things that Jesus said would happen like in the end times. And I just kind of took that and set it to music. And uh, it's still to this day one of my favorite songs that I've ever written. It's, it's just a lot of fun for sure.
0: Now, I haven't yet had a chance to have a look at uh, your book, The the Memoir Hurt Road, and uh, I'm h- hanging hanging out to get my hands on it and have a read of it, because I'd love to hear the story, uh, but uh, tell us a bit about how this book came about.
1: So, um, I have wanted to write a book since I was a kid, really. My uh, mom was a school librarian, and so she would always take books home for me to read, and I've always been a big fan of books, and just thought at some point I would write one myself. And... I told my wife about it and at the time I thought that the book was going to be like a fiction kind of book. That's what I always wanted to write. And, uh, she said, I'll never forget. She said, you're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and she was saying not that, uh, that me writing a book was a stupid idea or even writing a fiction book. She just said, you know, right now you should tell people your story before you write any kind of fiction book, because, uh, People will be able to hear your story, will be able to relate to it, and hopefully they'll be encouraged by it as well. So I took her advice, and I wrote the, uh, this memoir book called Hurt Road. And the title actually comes, you know, when I travel other places and I tell them that I have a book called Hurt Road, they say, you know what, Mark, I get it. It's the pain of the journey, the struggle of this road that we're all on. And that's true. It works as a metaphor. But it's also a literal place outside of Atlanta, uh, in the States where I'm from. And it's... Uh, on Hurt Road, I actually was selling donuts for my church youth group. That's the thing that school groups and church groups will do uh, here in the States as a fundraiser kind of thing. We were selling donuts, and I actually got hit by a truck as I was uh, selling donuts for my youth group. That happened when I was 14 years old, and it was a very just significant experience for me. Uh, it was, in a lot of ways, it was the lowest point in my life because I, you know, uh, missed a lot of school. I was in and out of the hospital. but God used that moment to his good because not long after my injuries, uh, I started playing guitar. At first, I started playing guitar just as this coping mechanism to get through this uh, difficult season in my life. But after a couple of years, I realized that this was something that I enjoyed doing and it was also something that I was actually kind of good at. So this pointed towards maybe this was a talent God had given me to to serve other people and ultimately to serve him. And uh, so I feel like In that moment when I got hit by the truck, that was when God took all of the little dreams and hopes and plans that I had for myself, and He replaced those with His bigger dreams, bigger hopes, and bigger plans that He had for me. So I feel like, you know, everybody, you know, God wants to turn your story around just like He did with me. And you know, obviously, it hopefully it's not going to involve getting hit by a truck. But I feel like God can take, you know, our lowest moments and use those uh, for His glory.
0: Well, I didn't realize uh, you had actually, literally, been run over by a truck. Uh, I was reading in the bio; it said, you know, for those feeling knocked down or run over by their circumstances, Hurt Road will encourage them. I didn't realize that you could uh, really relate to people that have been run over by trucks. Was there any ongoing injuries f- for you after that? Uh,
1: yeah, so I broke two bones in my right leg, and I, I missed a lot of, of school, uh, and because of that, and I was in and out of the hospital, so. Uh, I still have a little, if you hang out with me a little bit, you'll notice I have just a little bit of a limp when I walk. But other than that, uh, you know, I was able to, you know, fully recover and, uh, you know, get back to it. But, uh, yeah, it was, it was a definitely a, a difficult time and a very significant time in my
0: life. Well, it certainly sounds like a great read. Uh, The book Hurt Road. We're chatting with Mark Lee from the band Third Day, the best band in the world, Third Day. And uh, now another thing I want to ask is uh, about your songwriting. You've you've obviously written these great songs, like we've talked about Skies Falls Down and Alien and Show Me Your Glory. Um, One of my wife's favourite songs from Third Day uh, is a song called Innocent. Uh, Is that one that that you had a hand in writing that song?
1: It is, yeah, and that was a song that was on our album called "Wire" that came out a few years ago. And um, from the, for the lyrical standpoint, uh, that song was there was a, a moment a few years back that uh, the governor of the state of Illinois, uh, because he he had they'd done a lot of research and realized that the uh, you know they had been doing the death penalty in Illinois and they they felt like that there was a lot of corruption in that system, and so he just the governor of Illinois decided to uh, just pardon everybody that was on death row. Now, they didn't obviously get set free, a lot of them, but some of them did. They realized that the, the cases were, uh, were, they were mistrials. And so there were a few prisoners that actually were on death row and then ended up being just set free. And so I just, for me, I thought, wow, I mean, that feeling that you would have of going from you're just like a dead man walking, you know, just any day, It's going to be your time that you're going to be put to death to go from that to you're a free man. I I just use that as an analogy for that's really how it is for us as we come to faith, as we, you know, we deserve death. But because of what Jesus did on the cross, he's given us life and and freedom. And I just want to live my life from that place. So that was uh, the inspiration for the lyrics for that one.
0: And I also noticed that you've written songs for or with uh, many other artists, like Matthew West, Bart Millard, Stephen Curtis Chapman, Cutlass. What was it like working with some of those guys? You know, it
1: was a lot of fun, and uh, and it particularly uh, several years ago, I lived in Nashville, and I did the thing, you know, where you'll every day you'll go and write, and they'll put you in a room, and you'll you'll work with a co-writer and try to work on, on a song and finish a song in a day. And uh, for you know, for a lot of people, there's a lot of professional songwriters that do that, and I, I salute them. It's a very difficult process. Uh, so I did that for about a year, but during that year, I was able to meet many uh, great writers, and Matthew West was one of those. At the time, he was a staff songwriter in Nashville before he was an artist in his own right, and so we got together and wrote several songs, and one of those ended up being a Christmas song that was recorded by Sarah Groves, and it was called, um, oh, Child of Love. Sorry, I had to think about it. (laughs) So the song was called Child of Love, and it was on a Christmas album. And that still to this day is one of my favorite uh, songs that I've ever written. And then uh, Cutlass, that was a song that I wrote with a friend of mine, Mark Bird, uh, who he's another songwriter in Nashville. He actually wrote Show Me Your Glory with me. And he also wrote, I wish I'd been involved in this one, but he wrote God of Wonders that we also recorded. Uh, But yeah, we were hanging out at his house one day, and uh, we we wrote this song called Strong Tower, and we felt really good about it, and we made a recording of it, and I just kind of forgot about it. And then about a year later, um, I got a phone call from a publisher, a music publisher, and it's one of the more fun phone calls I've ever received, You know, the guy said, okay, so you remember the song you wrote strong tower and i was like oh sure yeah i wrote it with mark bird maybe a year ago and uh so the guy said all right well cutlass is in the studio and they've recorded the song strong tower and they really like it and not only that they want to call the album strong tower and i was like, oh wow that's really cool And and the guy said not only that but they're about to go on tour and they're going to call it the strong tower tour and then he goes, Are you okay with that? And I was like, You know what? Yeah, yeah, I think I am okay with that. <laughs> So uh, that that was a really exciting phone call to receive for sure.
0: You're also um very passionate about worship and one of the reasons why I love Third Day so much is that sure you put on a great show, you you're great in, uh, musicians, you you you're great guys, but you really do love to worship the Lord. Uh, you just want to just tell us a bit about your personal worship time. What what do you do for your devotions and and your worship time with God in your busy life?
1: Yeah, so for me personally, um, and, and you're totally right, I mean, worship is like such an important thing to me and, and the idea of personal devotion to the point that I actually wrote a song called Devotion that's on our latest album, Revival, that just came out a couple months ago. Uh, but, you know, I feel like, the and, and I do this, and a lot of people do this, there's this tendency to, uh, you know, you first get up in the morning and, you know, you might... Uh, read the Bible a little bit. You might say a prayer, maybe read out of a devotional book, and then you'll you'll close the book, and you'll say, okay, God, you know, thank you for this time. Uh, but, you know, I think I got it the rest of the day. You know, God, you got more important things to be focused on, you know, like natural disasters and famine and things like that in the world. And, and so I think I'm going to take care of my own life. Uh, and I really think that that's that's not the way He wants us to live. That's not the kind of faith that He wants us to have. I think He wants us to have a kind of faith where the devotion time spills over into the rest of the day, and we, we live out this, this daily, and I, I call it moment-by-moment moment obedience, where, um, where that devotion time spills over in the rest of the day, and we're seeking Him out, and we're trusting Him with every moment of our lives. And it, it takes a little bit of time, you know, to get used to living from that place where we're we're trusting him literally with every moment of our lives, but it is an amazing place to live out of, and so that's something that I've been really trying to cultivate over the last couple of years. And and I think if if we you know for Third Day and anybody you know that is on stage, whether it's with a band or you know leading worship at a church, if that's not a personal thing, if we're not having personal times of worship and personal times of devotion. Um, not that it's, that the worship isn't genuine, but I think it's so much more powerful and so much more effective when we have that personal time, you know, when, it, when it all starts with us having a personal relationship with Jesus that we seek him out first every day. I've really, through writing the book Hurt Road, um, really, uh, learned to, to grab hold of of Matthew 6.33, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these other things will be added to you as well. And I've taken that literally to mean that first thing in the morning that's what we should do is seek Him out, and and then do that, and then just let that, you know, inform the rest of your life, and it's just an amazing place to live from.
0: Such good advice, uh, to seek out the Lord early in the morning. I just love that. And uh, Now, mate, the other thing is, you know, this radio interview will be broadcast on many different radio stations all around Australia, and, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that are very... Uh, worried at the moment in Australia uh, with all the recent changes with same-sex marriage and uh, people are worried about it. And, of mm. course, in America it's uh, it's been law for a while now. Uh, and a lot of people are, are really needing a message of hope. How important do you think Christian radio is to bring a message of hope and biblical truth in these times?
1: Oh, I think it's it's huge. I mean, I, I think that Christian radio is such a powerful tool uh, for, you know, for us to be able to use in our lives as we're, you know, driving around in our car, as we're spending time with our kids, uh, to be able to just have this this truth, you know, that's, that's wrapped up in, in music. I feel like it's such a powerful tool. You know, music is, is this thing that kind of gets past all of our, our natural defenses we have, and it reaches straight to our hearts. And to have that music that also incorporates these truths, you know, that are just straight out of the Bible... Uh, I think it's just uh, a great uh, thing to use in, in our lives uh, just as much as we possibly can. And so I think Christian Radio is just a, a great way to do that. And uh, it's, it's just a, an amazing thing and, and something that for myself and, and being in, in Third Day for so many years, it's, it's just been amazing to see uh, how Christian Radio has been able to reach people that we're not going to be able to reach just from being able to do a show and, and you know have our platform. Uh, but having that partner in Christian Radio to be able to reach people that we're never going to be able to reach, uh, it's its just an amazing thing for sure.
0: And I love the uh, latest song we've been playing on the radio, Revival, which is such a great song. Uh, tell us a bit about the heart behind that song.
1: Yeah, so we uh, recorded our new album. Actually, we recorded it last year. It just came out a couple months ago. but We were working on it last year, and as I was driving to the studio, to work on the record, we recorded it in Muscle Shoals, Alabama, which is a, a really famous. Uh, there's some famous recording studios there, and so we had always wanted to record there. We finally got the chance to do that. Well, as I was driving up there to the studio, I drove by, and it was right around the Fourth of July in uh, the U.S. Independence Day. It's a big, you know, national holiday, and so a lot of churches had on their um, on their signs out by the road had that First Second Chronicles 7:14. Uh, that says, if my people will humble themselves, then I will heal their land. And uh, I think that uh, you know that's something uh, that that we really have embraced as a band is uh, this this idea of revival that starts from us individually with our personal faith, uh, that we would seek out God and uh, and then have that uh, spread out to our families in our community, and in the world at large. And so I, I believe that that can happen in the U.S., I believe that can happen in Australia, I believe that can happen all around the world. If we would start uh, as individuals and, uh, and seek God with all our heart, uh, I can, I believe that He can heal our land. And, you know, in, in uh, the Old Testament, you know, they're talking about land as in, like, the Israelites, you know, their territory. But I believe now, you know, in the, the New Testament church that we live in now, when they talk about, you know, the territory, it's more of a spiritual kind of thing. And I think that it's something that the kingdom of God can continue to grow as long as we're faithful and we can see this great revival happen in our day. And it's, it's really exciting to think about. So uh, just love that idea. And, you know, we had the song revival, and we ended up, we thought it was just such a great idea. We called the album revival as well. So that's really a prayer that we have. Uh, For for these times right now
0: Well we love the new album Revival And I'm looking forward to reading your new book Hurt Road We've been chatting with Mark Lee From the band Third Day Mark, I reckon your history maker Thanks for joining us